Would you guys consider yourselves clumsy? Yes. Very. Yes. Yeah. I uh, see. I'm. I would consider myself the opposite of clumsy. I feel like I'm very like good on my feet and with my hands. Whereas I know people who like. Okay. So I work with this guy. We'll call. We'll call him Ron. Ron is probably the clumsiest person I know. He here. Here's some examples. Right. Drops things. Holding something just drops it. Just holding it. Walks around, bumps into stuff, knocks stuff over all the time, every day. One time he, so I work at a vinyl shop, right? There's a lot of knives to cut vinyl and whatever, whatever. A lot of knives around. A knife is a knife, singular knife, on a table, is on the table. He hit the knife with his hand and cut his thumb open and bled everywhere. To death? No. <laughs> but it'd be pretty clumsy. But yeah. but here's the thing. It was a stationary knife on a table that wasn't being held by anyone. He just hit it <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. He like walks up and he grabs something and he's like, Did you need this? And drops it. Just drops it. Like, how do you drop stuff? How do you drop like as a as a and as an adult? male or an adult anything for that matter how do you drop stuff i feel just incredibly called out <laughs> you drop stuff are yes. you just the guy that drops stuff so that is insane the way i describe it is like my brain understands how to do stuff but there's like a breakdown of communication from my brain is like hey fingers do this thing and then they're just like uh <laughs> <laughs> I have another coworker who's very obvious. He's like so very clearly like has ADHD and needs to like figure something out with that. But that's another thing. I love these people, by the way. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> but my my friend who is clumsy, like I understand that there's a there's a breakdown in communications, but I don't get it. Dude, it, does, I don't it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense either. Joe, you said I, you're clumsy. Not in that. Not in like dropping things way. Matt, what were you gonna say? I was going to say I'm very clumsy, except if I'm like on my bike. So like if I'm just like walking or standing, I will trip over my own feet or just lose balance constantly. But I can take my bike and post up against something and just sit there for like 40 minutes without touching the ground. That is so interesting. (laughs) I swear it's like it's like some of these people like like maybe even potentially you for that. Uh, That being said, having like met you and seen you in person, you have way more control over your limbs than this guy does. (laughs) Way more. Way more. I have no idea how this guy like I, I seriously like I like it sounded kind of mean at the time and I apologize, but like I like seriously recommended him physical therapy because I don't know how he controls anything on his body. It is just unbelievable. The man is like Gumby. I don't get it. <laughs> Gumby. I love him. Love him to absolute death. He's one of my favorite people. He's hilarious. He's like this funny Gumby. ass like kid. But he's just he just acts like Gumby. It's unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, That's I just amazing. wanted to share that. Oh my god. Oh man. Joe, what you yeah. got this week? Um I Matt, guess... what you got this week? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> what <laughs> were you gonna say, Joe? I got uh I was sick. Mm. I still oh, fun. still am a little blah, 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 you know? Yeah, same. I went to I went to go take the at home, you know, little tests that they sent out for the ick. Uh, yeah. 
and uh, they were expired, so couldn't, couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, think I it was that. Tests. I took some at home tests. Didn't have COVID. It's just some weird summer cold. Yeah, yeah. kicking my butt. I think I got it from from broadcasting last week. <laughs> How does that work? I need to. Understand. So I think it's like I stress out my throat, and my voice too much. Mm, okay. So it's That's like a point. like a sore like it starts out a sore throat and then it becomes like an upper respiratory thing. That and like lack of sleep wears out your immune system too. Yeah. So if you stay up hella late, you'll probably well, wake I up Well, I wasn't sick staying up like stupid late. Yeah. Well, I also think it could be like a t- in tandem thing where like there's column A, there's column B that you guys oh, have yeah, talked yeah. about. And then column C is where it works together where like could have gotten infected yeah. if it was irritated, yeah. you know, anything like that. So that makes sense. You it know? was funny though. I sounded like a smoker at work randomly in the <laughs> middle of the day on Thursday. That was pretty fun. <laughs> sounded like me last May every time you tried to record the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I still, I still to this day find wrappers of like cough drops from that the two month debacle where I didn't have a voice. Dude, I totally forgot that. Yeah, when we were in Charlotte and you just had no voice the whole time. Dude. I totally forgot about that. And like I was coughing my lungs up, but like I wasn't sick or anything, and it wasn't COVID. I just couldn't stop coughing, and I couldn't find my voice. Like it was unbelievable. So, uh, what I was gonna say though. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I had like a, a a very frustrating day at work. It was one of those days where just like nothing works right. And you're just like banging your head against the wall all day. And I was like, wow, that sucked. Oh, yeah. And then my roommate came home like an hour later and he's like, did your Monday suck as well? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, okay, good. Because every house, my roommate's a UPS driver. And mm. every, he's like, every house I went to, to deliver packages to was just complete chaos. And also... I accidentally bumped into the roll-up garage door a few weeks back, and then the first thing this morning is my garage door wouldn't open, so I was just stuck there for an hour, and I had to do, like, three full truckloads of deliveries. <laughs> I was like, damn. So, apparently it's a, a running theme that today almost just knocked over my water. Uh, today was uh, not great. <laughs> so Yeah, I got very lucky. My Monday was... I, I obviously because I'm sick, it wasn't that good. So like I felt like crap, but I was very productive. Not a lot went wrong. I had my Monday days like three or four weeks ago where everything was just going wrong, and I wanted to punch a cabinet, <laughs> and I did punch a cabinet. Yeah, I only have don't two weeks. That, I only have two weeks left on this internship, and I don't think I did anything today. Yeah, mm. that's okay though because I did a lot of stuff last week. There you go. Yeah. You'll probably Fine. do more stuff. Well, everyone was gone last week, so I did like a lot of stuff, and then this week they were back, and it was kind of like, oh, we don't need Joe to do all our busy work now, because we're actually here. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Put in the door, so. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, you know, do the intern thing. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you'd be a lot more stressed out if you didn't have an internship at all. It's been a good experience. I've actually been quite surprised, because... It's a manufacturing thing, and that's not really what I want to do, but I've kind of enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed the people. So, mm. you know, that's a positive. Oh, yeah. Making connections. We so. like to hear that. Yeah, connections. Anyways. <clears throat> um, let's connect this to uh, while we're actually here. This is Facebook's podcast. We had, a, we had a nice long cold open because absolutely nothing happened this weekend. No, it was a... I saw a lot of people saying it was a great race. Sure, whatever. I was, was bored. Right. Was, I was pretty it bored. It was good. 
It was a good That's, race. I wouldn't say great. Richmond shouldn't have two races. Bite the me. best point so far. Yeah. I feel like of the. I feel like there are a few tracks that deserve. I mean, we talk about this every damn time. But if there are like a, there's an if there's an echelon of tracks that deserve two races, I wouldn't put Richmond on. I the would list. put Michigan on it yeah. before I'd put Richmond. Okay, shut up, Joe. Um, just because, just because of Chevy and Ford, that's the only reason. Like, not, not anything like the racing's like all oh, that much better. But there's actually a reason to go there twice. There's not a reason to go to Richmond twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's the reason? Joe's there. Part of it. <laughs> I mean, so far that's that's one for Michigan and zero for Richmond. So that's I mean, a good point. point. <laughs> there's at least a point there. That's, you're right. Look at Matthew trying <laughs> to get up on the totem pole. Yeah, <laughs> that's mean, dude. Climbing his way up the JTN corporate ladder. JTN yep. or JTN or holy. Watch God, out, Weaver. Damn. Matt's already above me because Matt does more than me, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Matt, no, he, he, he did the Twitter posts. He, so. he did but more Matt than did, you for about like two months, and then Matt, he did, Matt had a wildly successful podcast that has three episodes. Yeah, I was thinking about that today at work. I was like, I need. I'm going to work on the script when I get home, so I'm probably going to do that tonight. So. Intense. I think you've said that like two or three weeks in a row now, though. So that's okay. Hey, listen, yeah. we're not we're not rushing. It, this no, is a quality. This is a quality over constant. Qu- yeah, it's the opposite no, of what this is. For someone who's supposed words. to be on a podcast, I don't know any goddamn words. <laughs> it's the opposite <laughs> you know of whatever that? this show is. You know, I don't know a damn word. No words. It's like every on this show. It's like every time I'm in voice with with uh, Austin Spencer, friend of the show, and he's like. Oh He's trying to be an announcer, and he's very good at what he does. But I'm like, how do you do that? Like, you can't even speak when you're in here. So. <laughs> oh, it's like a whole different brain. Yeah, dude, it, it's insane. <laughs> I've like never met someone. Switch. I've never met someone who thinks like he thinks. Anyway, no, no I on. mean like like you flip the switch when you do the announcing thing. You like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hit the you know switch. I was, yeah, you're Drake now. Okay. Um... <laughs> Joe, you're you're usually very well spoken. Am I? And you come and you come across well read as well. I'm glad I come across that way. We actually, all three of us come across very well read. We we seem try. We seem like we're pretty smart fellows. It's a good it's a good thing because we're not smart at all. We trick these we trick, <laughs> we these trick people the every heck out of week. these people, man. <laughs> that we know what we're talking about. We don't. Um, yeah. there's I I haven't raced in over a year now. Like sim raced and and people yeah. still think I know what I'm talking about when I'm broadcasting. It's great. You just gotta t- listen. I'm here for consulting. I shall charge an hourly rate. Um, how about this, Joe? How about this? Instead of that, let's start a new podcast. We'll call it the Davy Hazard Download. We'll Jesus just, Christ! We'll, just, we'll, just, we'll interview we'll old sim racers. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, there's probably a market there to like talk with like big time sim racers and stuff. Like, I, I like, like actually I'm interview not even, them about what they do. I'm and not stuff. even lying. I would love to sit down with like Ray Alfala and talk about like the early iRacing days and the scene and like who was in it. How does it how is it different from then to now? I don't think a lot of people care about that, but I think it'd be really interesting personally. I think there's what? a niche there. An there absolute is. banger episode would be if we could get Ian Dowdy or Justin Melillo and hear the entire downfall of Open Speedway, because that would be fascinating. Because I was like on the fringes of Open Speedway when the whole SNSL that's breakaway a, happened. So. That's a video essay idea. Yeah. <laughs> the rise and fall of Open Speedway, and it's three that and a half would, hours long. That would that would get a solid four thousand views, maybe. Hey. <laughs> 
that's that's right in JTN's wheelhouse, baby. Yeah. That really kind of oh, incredibly man, a, niche content. <laughs> incredibly niche NR two thousand three from Fake Racer Studios. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, dude. I'm gonna dude, write this down. We gotta do this. <laughs> the phone? I, I'm not saying we have to jump into this because this is obviously something that's gonna be like gonna be tossed around and it's gonna. But like, I think we need to do that before someone else does. And I don't think anyone wants to do that. So like, we have some time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> don't worry, Melillo or someone, a... someone that has all the firsthand information will probably just do it straight up. There we go. Yeah, I've, I've added know. the rise and fall of Open Speedway to my notes. You can read it on camera. But I fake racer studios. I love it. Yeah. I uh, you know, it, someone like Justin Melillo who covers. I mean, it would have to be maybe something that happens during the Coke series off season because I know he does a lot of yeah, the yeah. esports coverage. And so I wouldn't want to like do something kind of dumb like while this person's like trying to make a living on this on this yeah. cutting edge form right. of media that's like you know not yeah, he's we're already like, we're probably on, like the third or fourth wave back right yeah, now. Yeah, we're like the third <laughs> or fourth step of this cutting edge media that's at like maybe the fortieth step of media in general. <laughs> like. <laughs> like <laughs> We're oh, a splinter God. in the steps of media. <laughs> I like to think we're more of a step, but okay. <laughs> we're at least like one of the floorboards. Yeah, we're, we're 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 about a floorboard <laughs> right now. We're working yeah. in step mode. Hey, we're we're technically iRacing's base. That's true. Yeah. That's a that's a good point. That would be a good okay. Anyway, we got to move on to Richmond, or I'm gonna gush over this idea. <laughs> I mean, this is the, again most fake racing we've talked about. Last two weeks is I'm telling is you, crazy. there's something to it. There's something to it. There's something to it. <laughs> I wish, I, wish we'll I cared about, about the broadcast. I wish I cared about the Coca-Cola series. I just, <sighs> I just don't care you know, about it anymore. It just, it seems like iRacing seems like it's too much drama. Yeah, and it's not like good drama. It's not. No, it's like very much like very toxic. It's like petty drama, which is like a toxic's like a word that just kind of gets thrown out anytime people like just have big disagreements but like yeah toxic from the sense of it affects your day and makes your next day even worse in a way yeah, yeah. and uh, again I, I we're gonna you know what who cares it's a short show um it's kind of something that i've seen i kind of saw at, at one point with like the Ro like rocket league had their big land tournament this weekend rlcs and it's like a it's like a two-week event and ch the championship is like a five-day like tournament like bracket style and like it was really it was interesting to see like as it's it's been interesting to see the scene the way like the fans maybe get older or like the as as things continue to progress and there's a more set in stone kind of system or like community or base like the way that the scene matures with it, even though the people that are in it aren't exactly getting older, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, it's becoming more professional. Whereas I think there was a wave after COVID of people who spent a lot of time on iRacing and spent a lot of time getting good at iRacing and are kind of like moving on from like the very talented NR2003 drivers moved on to iRacing. And like a lot of like, it's not the same, but a lot of that translates, you know? And so like, we're getting a lot of the, drama and infused people getting into the coke series or, or on the bubble of like coke series competition and so i think that's kind of like what is causing this wave of weird petty drama and wrecking people and like the just the, the kind of stuff that you would see on your average wednesday night 
D-class league. You know what I mean? So it's something that I hope will change as the scene gets a little older. Like the Coke series sponsorship is still new. Obviously the the iRacing NASCAR series has been around for a long time, but not at this scale. And so that's what I'm kind of hoping as, as it stays this way for a while, it'll change. It, it it's it's more uh, it becomes a social experiment a little more as it grows right because yeah it comes people trying to just do things to get noticed you know yep. and that it might not be something that's at the top of their mind when they do stupid stuff but you know it's probably subconsciously in there. Yeah. yeah and it doesn't make them bad people or <laughs> any by any means but i mean it's just you know you gotta it's keep your name in there, right? And... Yeah, exactly. Um, but, okay. Uh, wow, we talked about podcast. fake racing a lot. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're broadcasting this week on, over on JTN too. Uh, well, on JTN as, as well. well. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we're well read, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's diecast reviews. There's all kinds of stuff over here on JTN too. So if you uh, like my voice. A lot of it's with my voice. If you hate my voice, that sucks for you. <laughs> don't don't keep watching this channel. You hate Joe's voice, uh, L. <laughs> L plus ratio. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is Fake Racers Podcast. To my left on your screen is Mr. Davey Hazard. That's me. And down below is Mr. Matthew Steelman. That's me. And behind me is Mr. Bristol. Mm. who was a very bad boy today and decided to open the Bristol. trash can and take the trash and put it all over the living room. Oh, Bristol. Come on, bud. It's not cash money. Um, yesterday, he ate a whole box of Frosted Flakes. <laughs> he's he is really acting go- up. He's going through his rebellious phase. <laughs> yes, at, at the ripe old age of seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think he's mad because I went away on vacation and didn't take him, but... More than likely. Week, so. Yeah, he's still acting out. That's okay. <laughs> We're working through it, aren't we, Bristol? He he's, does not care. He is sleeping. <laughs> he does not care. Um, he's sleeping like I kind of wish I was yesterday during the Richmond race. Yeah. Um, Wee! I actually I have a funny story, and this is a real story, so I'm gonna need some serious faces. So, it yeah. was uh, what year would it have been? I think 2016. Uh, Richmond spring race. Fell asleep during the race. Ended up realizing some things weren't okay because I fell asleep during a race and it was Richmond. Yeah, <laughs> Richmond literally like gave you an epiphany. <laughs> Richmond gave me an epiphany. Like, you, you took a nap mid race and then you woke up and you're like, I think I'll make better choices. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> but the big thing was Kozlowski was like dominating that race and stuff, so like it doesn't make sense for me to fall asleep during that. But, anyways. Um, not a lot happened, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, the race was better than the spring race. I think mm. a lot of people can probably agree on that. Um, everyone wants to hail anytime we get long green flag runs as, oh, it must be a great race because I'm a big brain and I'm so smart. Um, it's okay. It's okay. You can like this racing. I'm not saying you yet. Oh, you're dumb for hate for liking it. Um, just make sure you like it for the right reasons. Not just because mm. you got long green flag runs. But um, yeah, I, you know, it was a very. I mean, it was okay. It was good. It wasn't great. I I liked the 
I like the drivers trying all the different lines. That was exciting for a little bit. Yes. That was a good piece of the race. Yes. Um, something that I didn't expect would last. I a lot of guys that were running near the top at Richmond. Yeah. Weird. Uh, for most of the race, and it was... <laughs> Ricky Stenhouse. Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> all the way by the wall. <laughs> yeah. And he wanted to do it again later, but there was a car in the way. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of weird. It's like, hey, you can't do that. Couldn't even come to pit lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. Truex uh, experiencing a big setback there. Man, when they kept hyping up Truex the entire pre-race as like, this is his shot to make it. I'm like, he's not winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like the favorite. He was like the favorite by a lot this week in the betting scene, mm. too. It was like, it, he's not winning. That's crazy. Like he was I get it, he's good at the track, but dang. He was plus four fifty and next closest was like plus seven fifty. And that's Ooh. that's a pretty that's a pretty big gap for especially for this year, because the odds have usually been ever the the lowest odds have usually been around plus six, plus seven going into the race. And he was plus four and a half. It was like okay. Damn. It's weird. Yeah. But uh he uh the Gibbs cars they they weren't as good, they were still really good. They were still better than the Chevys. Mm. Chevy didn't show up this week. Yeah, Larson was the only guy who showed like any sort of speed, and it was like strictly short run speed. Um, but Ford showed up again this week, yeah. and more yeah. so this week than last week. <clears throat> really didn't think they were all that impressive last week. It was just Harvick kind of got lucky with when the caution came out. Um, and Joey Logano just knows how to block on intermediate tracks. He's yep, good at it. Two, That's two his very thing. correct things. Yeah. Um, but the Fords as a whole were really strong, right? Both RFK cars were up inside the top 10 most of the race. Kozlowski fell back on some strategy calls that didn't pan out. Mm. Um, I think because he, I think he was like the first guy on old tires or something. So he, he fell back, but Chris Busher ran really well. Kevin Harvick, Eric Almarola, Chase Briscoe was up inside the top 10 for a while. Cole Custer was up inside the top 10 until he had his issues. And that was early. Um, Penske cars were all fast. I think Sindrick ended up finishing 12th, and he was the worst of the three. So, yep. Ford had a pretty resurgent day. Oh, yeah. Which is good to see. I know there's probably a lot of people happy in that camp, especially with Phoenix. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. You gotta get uh, there, but yeah. yeah. Kevin Harvick's the highest driver in the series right now, right? Two wins in a row. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little mad that the field's letting Kevin Harvick get hot. <laughs> I, I'm still, it's like weird. It's not because it's not like it came out of nowhere. It's Kevin Harvick, like yeah. No, and he's you he's don't you don't count him out. It's he's just, like top ten in points all year. Like yeah, him being outside looking in was just is because of the winners. It's the same thing with Truex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you you don't count you don't count Kevin Harvick out. Yeah, yeah. I'm so skeptical. It. You know, could be, you know, I can't really say it's streaky because he hasn't really gone on a streak yet until just just now. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my judgment for another week yeah. or two I until the start of the playoffs. I still don't trust Ford as a mm-hmm. whole this year with their speed. Um, I mean, for. I mean, they, they increased their win count by 50 percent in the last <laughs> two weeks. That's not good. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, it is, but it's not. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize they'd only won two races up until now, or not two, um, four, four races up until now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Crazy. And Logano was yeah. two of them, and one of them was Darlington. Yeah. And the other one was Gateway. And then obviously Briscoe at Phoenix. And then the Daytona 500 yeah. with Cindric. So it's wild. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize. What the hell? Not that impressive if you really look at the races. But yeah. hey, guess what? Flat tracks. They're good at them. Phoenix, yeah. flat track. Ford's um, got big brains. Also, strategy at the end. Christopher Bell literally needed a, a lap. lap. <laughs> <laughs> literally just one more. Or even half a lap. And he, he wins that. that was, yeah. It's like, that's got to be agonizing. So, yeah, it was funny with like eight to go when he was like two and a half seconds back and Junior was like, I don't think he's got enough time. And then he's literally on Harvick's bumper coming off a of four on the final corner. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. yeah, so. I'd still rather Harvick win than Bell, because I think. We Toyota, Toyota, well, no, no, not not because of that. <laughs> I, I've gotten over that. <laughs> Christopher Bell won me some money when he won that race, so we're even oh, now. Oh my goodness gracious. He won me 10 bucks, we're even. <laughs> I think we talked about this before. I was like, I don't expect you. it would require a little more money. Nah. <laughs> to, to buy you? Yeah. I'm still mad at Joe Gibbs. <laughs> what if Joe Gibbs would need some money? Nah. What if Joe Gibbs slides you a fiver under the table? Hey. 500? Five no, no. No, no, hell no, 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 I wouldn't do it. Okay. Joe Gibbs told uh, Eric Jones's father that he'd take care of him, and now Eric Jones doesn't drive at Joe Gibbs Racing anymore. So, uh, yeah, I uh, yikes, that's mm. that's kind of where. Let's I'm talk about little... the truck series now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yikes! Let's move on from that one. So that should, should I cut that out? <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep it. Hey, you said it, bro. I don't yeah. give up. F word, man. Thank you. Come on. I appreciate that. I'll say it later. No, I just uh, <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Give me an easy week, man. Give me an easy week. No, but to, to, to track back on that, it's just a, it's a joke. Hope it's. Oh my god, we get it. Um, <laughs> for for future employers, it's a joke. Oh my god. Joe. Imagining Joe doing stand-up now, and after every single joke, he's like, "This is a bit. <laughs> this is not. I didn't, wear, I didn't no, actually I wear, mean that. I gotta wear a T-shirt that says joke on it. <laughs> Except it's gotta be like the way Kurt Busch spells it, which is J O K, and then radio static. <laughs> um, oh, that has a really of- dark. That has a really dark yeah. undertone now. Oh no. <laughs> Speaking, speaking of jokes, Carson Hosevar junking somebody again. Um, what a joke that was. Obviously, this one was less on purpose. Um, and I, I, I do see the merit in the 33 turn down. But, like, the guy, like, he, like, locked up in the middle of the corner. Don't be there. Don't put yourself the, there. He almost hit the outside wall. And it's like, he wasn't, it, it, it just doesn't look like he was about to make that corner. Yeah. I gotta rewatch it because like, I saw your I mean, tweet where you're saying that he like carried ahead of steam. I didn't really see that when I was watching it. I'm rewatching so, it right now. So it's just the way he, car- on the he carries all the way out to the wall. Obviously, yeah, the wreck is on yeah. the 33. Um, 
it just it goes back to what you said earlier this year when Matthew and I were got a little defensive of Carson, and you're like, no, he just keeps making these mistakes. Yeah, he does. Hey, Davey. <laughs> Davey, you'll never yeah. hear me say this again. You ready? Yeah, Daddy. You were right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he... Yeah, he, like, locks up after he hits the 33 and, like, junks himself in the process. I think he just, like, panic-braked yeah. after they um, hit each other. Oh, the, the, biggest, the biggest joke was NASCAR saying he was still on the lead lap. He was involved in the... Ca- <laughs> the caution God. lights come out after Chandler Smith is already, like, halfway down the back straightaway. Yeah. And even then, like, when it comes to being involved in an accident, usually it's like you gotta be maintaining pace, like, when that caution happens. So, yeah. So... You know, it's just NASCAR not bringing their A-game, officiating-wise, for the Truck Series again. Um, also... Know, man. Also, big shit... Right. I'm not trying to drag this on any longer. It's just I'm looking at it and like he, it, the second he makes contact with him, his brakes start glowing red. Yeah, like after the contact. I don't know. It's just weird. I, it's just there are decisions everyone could have made that could have avoided it. Anyway, moving um, on. And shout out. No, oh, good. I was yeah. gonna say. I mean, it's a lot like what we've said about Chastain this year, where it's like yeah. if it's another driver, we're probably not talking about it. But if somebody who's kind of doing had a rough go of it recently, yeah. They're under a spotlight. So. Which also, haha, Kyle Busch, uh, we got Ross Chastain when Chastain was trying to miss Ty Dillon. <laughs> yeah. That was the perfect example where it was like textbook definition of just like, yeah, that was three guys going for two spots and not really anything anybody could have done there. And everybody was like, it's my chance to dunk on Ross Chastain for clout. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Hey, dude There's doesn't do bit- himself any favors, but... There's yeah. a lo- oh absolutely and there and obviously situationally it might not be correct but you sit there and you give that reputation to yourself yep. it gives other people the opportunity to wind you up and and do that stuff it's like it's like really aggressive players in sports mm-hmm. yeah like players who are notoriously aggressive players from other teams will wind them up on yeah. purpose yep and obviously it's not that player that's aggressive's fault but they have the reputation and it's you know. Yeah, just, just how it is. Should also say not unjustified in the way that Ross doesn't get that that slack from people. Hey, also, none of it matters as long as Justin Marks has his back. Yep. Fair um, point. Big shout out to Fox for not having the second half of the fields back during the truck race. <laughs> that was wild. Um, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> that was probably the worst produced race. I've listened to in a long time um, because I definitely didn't watch it because they didn't care enough. So I didn't care enough. Um, That's saying something because they broadcasted Knoxville this year. (laughs) Well, I don't think I got to watch that one. Well, not really anybody did. So (laughs) that one was quite bad. That one is (laughs) like like people say, oh, it's so bad. That one was that one was pretty bad. I still can't get over me asking my dad about the race and then be like, did you know somebody flipped? (laughs) And he had no idea. And he watched the entire race. I um, (laughs) It's someone needs to go in there and get that contract away from them. Hmm. I don't know what, I don't know who, I don't know what, I don't know where, I don't know when, but somebody. Man, give the truck series to CBS. Just let Alan Bestwick. (laughs) Single-handedly bring prestige back to the trucks by having Alan Bestwick (laughs) and Connor Daly calling the races. It's like unironically killing the series. 
Like, because you had, after Knoxville, Marcus Lamonis, a.k.a. the guy who shells out millions of dollars to sponsor the series, is liking and retweeting posts talking about how bad the coverage of it was. And now oh. there's the rumors that Camping World's not coming back. Oh, no, that's not a rumor. Or the that's announcement, confirmed. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And Craftsman's coming back, folks. Don't worry. Craftsman's Ew. coming back. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I think that's kind of cool. But... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Craftsman's coming back. I'm sure that's really going to boost the profile of the series. Oh, yeah. It's not going to do that, but it is pretty I'm cool. I'm sure it's going to so. give these truck teams actual money to invest and give them the ability to hire actual drivers. Um, <laughs> well, damn. Well, it's ridiculous. It's, it's so bad, yeah. It's, it's what ARCA was five years ago now. That's... Oof. Right? I Ouch. mean... Ouch. You're right, it though. is. I, You're right, though. And it's sad, and it's still better. Mm -hmm. It's still better than Arca was. It's still better than Arca. But these guys, I, I, it feels like they're not learning anything. You know? Um, you really you don't see that jump from the truck series to the Xfinity series. Yeah, because now it seems... It seems like the career path is get to the truck series, win your race, and then get the hell out of the truck series as fast as you can. Yep. Yep, basically. I mean, hell, there's the rumors that, you know, Hosvar is going to go up to JRM, which I, I don't see that happening, but, you know, yeah. they need money. Yeah. First, Hosvar don't have a lot of money. Come mm. with them. Um, He's going to get sponsored by Lids. That'd be smart. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool, though. It'd <laughs> be a smart little sponsorship deal. I'd be down. Um, <laughs> this people dunking on Drew Dollar last week should shut up. Um, <laughs> let the guy live. Come on. I just love <laughs> that. Like that rumor started entirely by one tweet by a joke account, and people just ran with it. And then you have. JRM's actual paint scheme designer is like, stop freaking out. We're not hiring Drew Dollar. And then people are like, I don't know. And he was like, I work for the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know this. Um, but Chandler Smith won the truck race. I don't know if anyone actually cares because Chandler Smith is, <laughs> is another one of those generic, boring TRD drivers. <sighs> yep. Um, and is the reason why I hope Ty Gibbs stays where he is for another year in the Xfinity series, because at least Ty Gibbs is not boring. That's a good point. Yeah. Chandler Smith Can't is just that. Riley Herbst. And that's not not, not even with Riley talent. Herbst with anything different. It's just Riley Herbst. Riley Herbst with talent. <laughs> Yikes. I think Chandler Smith is probably one of the better TRD development guys right now. Yeah. I really do. I wish I could tell you anything about him. It. Oh, do not and, share, folks. Do not I share. He, I know he has a kid, but he's like 20. Just, yeah, just had a kid. Boy, yeah. check it out. Chandler Smith, I bet I bet I know his favorite racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> I share next, a birthday with the, Chandler Smith as well. The next one. I, uh, what? that was, that was still the best, best driver appearance I've ever gone to. <laughs> Little kid asks, oh, Riley, what's your favorite racetrack? The next one. So disgusting. Brother, you're one of two poor drivers. Have an original answer, please. 
And Austin Cedric comes up and it's just a, a cool dude. Yeah. It's like, Austin, yeah, Austin Cedric's just a dude. And then Riley Herp is like, I'm a race car driver. <laughs> Do you guys know that? Yeah. I drive race cars. Um, I love driving. Still race better than all Chase so Elliott's interviews this past weekend that were like very sassy for some reason. I don't know if you guys saw any of those. Uh, He's like trying to go evil Chase Elliott. And yeah, like, Chase Elliott was in a mood. That it, I did kind of <laughs> notice that. Uh, I had a bad <laughs> run the last two weeks after getting gifted a win at Pocono. <laughs> I just tried to type in Elliott or Chase Elliott, and I typed Elliott sadly. <laughs> This is the we really are descending into madness with every That's okay. episode. Yeah. I think this is better. We've got more views the last couple of weeks, so this is better. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um Chandler Smith has five wins. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I think three of them are this year, right? Yeah, three of them. <laughs> ah, you could have told me that was his first win this year. I'd have been like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, I guess. I'm, li- I'm losing it over the fact that there's now two young drivers who have the same birthday as me. Chandler Smith and Sam Mayer. Oh, I thought you were going to say so Zane special. Smith, because that'd be pretty funny. Oh, wait, when is Zane Smith's birthday? <laughs> it's pretty recent. Uh, June 9th. Okay, same month. So, yeah. Anyways. Anyway, Chandler Smith. Um... <laughs> That was it from this past weekend. Noah Gregson yeah. got announced for Petty GMS. We all knew that was coming. To the surprise of nobody. Apparently Texas might get reconfigured. Do we care? Probably not. Um, Makes it into another Atlanta. I, it would be better than what they have, Matthew. True. It would be better than what they yeah. have. Uh, supposedly there's a spring Texas race. I don't know what that means. Yikes. If uh, if we could please get Coda off the schedule, that would be wonderful. Um, we don't need to go there. We don't need to go to Texas three times. We really don't. We really, we really don't need. We don't need to go to Texas twice, for that matter. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the appetite is really there. I don't know. That maybe that's just me, but I just. It ain't just you. I didn't think the Coda yeah. crowd was all that impressive, and yeah. I mean, the Coda crowd's a Formula One crowd. Yeah. I mean, just to put it bluntly, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you look back at last year, the crowd on Friday at Coda was just bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers. And that's okay. It is okay. It's okay to try things and them not to work out. We gave it a shot. And the racing wasn't even particularly bad, but if the fans aren't going to show up, then... Yeah. Like, why go? I just I think the facility's too big. Yeah. No, like, I, I think, think Watkins yeah. Glen and Sonoma are like the perfect size facilities. By facility, how do you mean? Like the length of the track literally or like like square footage? I guess. I don't know. That might not be I don't know. Um I don't know how. Why would that matter? Explain to me why that matters. Just I'm not from a fan experience perspective, so you you have the ability to kind of go everywhere. I feel like at a place like Coda, at a place like even Road America, it's hard to go everywhere that you want to go with how mm. big and expansive it is. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm Road sure. America does a better job than most big facilities like that. Right. So, but like I feel right. like Sonoma, you can kind of, you know, you can get everywhere you need to go. Watkins Glen. Yeah. 
Watkins Glen looks like you can get everywhere you need to go, especially without running the boot. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a big plus. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hmm. That's a good point. I, uh, yeah. You I would s- think a track with the facilities of Coda would like bypass that somehow. Yeah, I just think it works better for F1 with being a big facility like that works better with F1. Hmm. And that could just totally be a perspective thing. I could be completely wrong. Coda could have the smallest square footage out of all those tracks I just named. I don't, I don't know. But uh well, it's it's 3.4 miles. So it is it's it's a big boy. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like Sonoma where a lot of it's overlapping kind of, you know. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. it's long, it's not wide. I don't know. Just thought. Yeah, I don't know. You know, kind of wish we would have taken <sighs> Coda for the Chicago street course instead of road America, but that's okay. Um, what are you going to do? Yeah, do Chandler Smith won. That's how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if anything else happened. Uh, Daniel Suarez nope. is working on an extension. Bubba Wallace got an extension. Hey. Um, Kurt Busch still has like, a concussion. We don't know as a status for Watkins Glen. You know, what's weird about that is they NASCAR was saying that like, if he, basically isn't back in the car by the end of the first round then he'll be eliminated but i was like you would think he just wouldn't make the playoffs then and they would just promote a different driver yeah they haven't they've said they're not going to say anything yeah it's pretty it much ju- what they just said it seems weird to me that the the plan so far is to go into the playoffs with 15 active drivers when you have this super tight battle going right now yeah mm. i just i think it's to pers- i you know, Kurt Busch, if we have two new winners, Kurt Busch is the guy out, most likely. Yeah. Right? Like, what situation screws over Ryan Blaney the most? <laughs> Which one can we do? Martin Truex winning and Kurt Busch returning for Daytona. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brad Keselowski winning and Kurt Busch returning. Yeah. And screws over Ryan Blaney pretty but pretty good. The best part is Ryan Blaney won the All Star race, so it's not like he's like winless this year. Um, he's winless in terms of like, you know, playoff. But yeah, I guess. Um, weekend preview: Indy cars at Gateway Saturday night under the lights. Should be fun. Willpower. Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Alexander Rossi. Uh, NASCAR Xfinity first from Watkins Glen on Saturday. Andy Lally. AJ Allmendinger. Kimmy, Kimmy Raikkonen. He's <laughs> he not the, in the he's Xfinity not race. The Xfinity oh, race. I thought that was the cup race. Uh, uh, who, cup series. For, nope. Nope. Well, I'm taking Kimmy pick. in cup series. <laughs> cup series. <laughs> Hang on. I gotta check now. <laughs> Entry oh, well. list. What road ringers do we have? We'll let, we'll let, my, we'll let Matt do this. Uh... Uh, Connor Mozak. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, is he in the okay, 18 again? Uh, okay, Cup uh, Series. He's in the 26. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Cup Series. Cup Series. Okay, Kimi Raikkonen. Uh, actually, I'm gonna change. It. I'm gonna go Danny Kafiat. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Tyler Reddick. Oh, boo! Boo! <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dude, no, there's a stat. At least go uh, Joey Hand. No, I was gonna say yeah. Chris Buescher. Mm. So there's a stat I saw that there's drivers representing seven different countries this week in the Cup Series, which is awesome a stat. Awesome yeah. stat. 
Uh, this is my petition to bring back Marcus Ambrose. You want to know what I'm very excited about? What? Amongst all of the... Uh, amongst like all the talented NASCAR drivers that are going to, like the full-time NASCAR drivers are going to be in the field, I'm excited to see Kimi Räikkönen, Daniel Kvyat, uh, Mike Rockenfeller, and Joey Hand all battling it out on a road course together. I can't wait. Are for... you kidding me? I'm battling pro- for 30th. <laughs> I, say, I, I it's going to be the best battle for 30th ever. It, that's it, <laughs> it is though. Like that's going to be so that's freaking so cool. I'm so pumped up for that. Like that's just the awesome. fact that we get Kimi Räikkönen in a cup car is awesome. Yeah, dude, like it's, this is such a cool field. Sounds like uh, Suarez said he'll be pretty fast. Don't know how much of that is fan service, but you know, yeah. wouldn't be surprised, right? Man, I, you know, Travis I am has very been, has oh, good cars. <laughs> I'm very excited for this weekend. I just think it's going to be such a cool. Like there's there's gonna be battles on track that like if you would have said this four years ago you'd have been like Kyle Larson yeah, versus Kimi Raikkonen yeah. yeah and DTM champion Mike Rockenfeller bringing up the rear of the field like what dude like are you kidding me oh my god that's so awesome but uh... NASCAR is becoming fun again <laughs> it's so cool yep yep. That's the show. Okay. There you go. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for watching this week, guys. Thank you for listening as well, audio listeners. Yeah. Um, remember, you can follow us on JTN2, on JTN, at Joto Network, at Fake Racers. Um, Social media links will be everywhere. Yeah. Um, why do you sound so sad? That was a good episode. Because the episode's over, he's sa- he's sad. That's what I was going to say. He's sad that it's ending. Are you kidding me, <laughs> Don't be sad that it's over, Joe. Be happy that it happened. No, I'm just gonna be depressed. I've never, I've over. never <laughs> left this show. I've never left this show early on purpose. But I tell you, I was really close after you said that. <laughs> um, folks, we cannot thank you enough, though. Um, watching, listening, I doing. Think we can. All right, we, we thank, thank you. you. Just about enough. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But we'll see you guys next week right here on the Fake Racers Podcast. We're gonna get the heck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> God, this show sucked, didn't it, folks? See you later. 